Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan are dead. We may have thought so all along, but now we know. We know that their remains were destroyed and buried in the backyard of cult mom Lori Vallow's new husband's home. What now? Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining us right now is a very special guest. It is Julie Rowe. Julie is a former friend of cult leader Chad Daybell. She is a current friend of his deceased wife, Tammy Daybell, the author and founder of the Greater Tomorrow Relief Fund. And that relief fund helps create safe houses for human trafficking victims to be applauded, I may add. Julie Rowe, I'm so happy to talk to you because you are such a dear friend of Tammy Daybell, now dead to this world anyway, and a former friend of Chad Daybell. Let's just start at the beginning. Julie Rowe, in the process of Chad Daybell publishing many of your books, you become friends with Tammy Daybell and Chad Daybell. Is it true that Chad Daybell predicted Tammy's death? Yes, um, about three years before she died, he came to me I, I was told at the end of June of 2015 that Tammy was, that her plan was that she'd pass through the other side of the veil within five years or so. I never said anything to Chad about this. And then about three years before she died, he came to me and said he'd had a vision that she had passed away um, and, and he thought she was going to die in a car accident. He described a scene. Wait to a me. minute. When was that? 
That was in 2017. Did Chad Daybell at that time have a life insurance policy on Tammy Daybell? He told me at that time he had about 300,000. He didn't tell me that right away. He told me that probably three months later in the summer of 2017. And then he told me that again in the summer of 2018. At, in 2017, when Chad Daybell tells you he thinks Tammy Daybell, his wife, is going to die in a car crash, he already had about 300 grand life insurance policy on her. Did he, at that time, in 2017, know Lori Vallow? Not to my knowledge. I never heard of him knowing Lori until October of 2018. In fact, I so, warned Chad about Lori. I warned him about all of the whole situation because of what I saw coming. What did you tell him? I, I talked to him in October and December and in January and February because um, I'm visionary. I can sometimes see when people are texting or emailing or having phone conversations. And I basically told him I could see what he was doing and I wasn't okay with him having conversations with different women. So the last time I saw Tammy was the summer of 2018. I used to go to their house in Rexburg every month or two and stop in and see Chad and Tammy and the kids or sometimes just Chad and Tammy. Um, and I saw her that summer and then I came back to Rexburg to do some work and wanted to stop by, I think it was September of 2018. And Chad told me not to, that Tammy had been off of her antidepressant medications. She was irritable. And his words were that she was um, struggling with jealousy and it would be best if I didn't come over. Tammy Daybell was yeah. struggling with jealousy when? Um, as early as September of 18 is the first time I remember him telling me that. He told me not to come over. And I honored that. I, I never talked to Tammy about it because I didn't want to get involved in their marriage issues. When was the last time you spoke to Tammy Daybell? The summer of 2018. We just talked about like, you know, what was going on with their kids and their family. They, we went out and looked at their ducks and their, you know, the improvements they'd made on their property. Um, actually, the last time I saw her, she was sitting on a love seat with Chad and they, you know, he had his heart his hand on her leg and his arm around her, um, or they were holding hands the whole time. And I was sitting opposite them on another couch. We talked for about an hour and then they asked me if I wanted to go to Dairy Queen and they treated me to Dairy Queen. And we went all three of us, which we had never done just the three of us before. Usually we got to dinner and get pizza with the kids or something, which we didn't do a lot. We probably did that four times. One time me and my husband and my kids, when we went to Utah, um, and they were still living in Utah. We went out to dinner and, you know, things like that. What was her demeanor the last time you saw her? They were affectionate with each other. She, she actually looked really, really good. This might kind of sound weird, but she looked better than I'd ever seen her in the time that I knew her. She seemed really happy as far as um, what was going on in other areas of her life with work and things. What was her work? What was her job? 
She's working as a local school librarian at mm-hmm. the Sugar City Library um, School, elementary school. Um, she mm-hmm. designed all the covers to my books. Let me ask you this. So Chad Daybell predicted his wife's death many, mm-hmm. many times. Did she, Tammy Daybell, know Chad Daybell predicted she would die? As of 2018, he, when I asked him that, he told me he had not told his kids or Tammy. In fact, to my knowledge, as of the summer of 18, I was the only person that knew other than another woman in Arizona that Chad had been texting before he met Lori. I believe he was having an emotional affair with her. Why do you say that? Why did you disapprove of his text to the other woman? What were the nature of the text? He believed he had been married to her before. So did she. I heard from Chad's own mouth that her husband had intercepted their text messages and had threatened Chad to go public if he didn't leave his wife alone. Chad never told me what he was texting, but that was enough for me to know that obviously they had some kind of emotional affair going on if the husband wasn't okay with it. Chad's take on it was the guy was just controlling. And I would learn these in sessions because I I do energy work with clients and um, I don't disclose what my clients say, but Chad was not a client. But the reason he would tell me these things is because we'd have phone conversations about book stuff and then he would need to quote unquote clear energy. And he, I don't know why he would tell me this stuff, you know. You learned Mm -hmm. from Chad Daybell that he had been texting another woman before he started with Lori and that the other woman, husband, told him to leave his wife alone or he would go public with the texts. Right, and I attributed Tammy's jealousy that Chad told me about to whatever was going on with that woman. I, I didn't know that, yeah, I didn't know that Chad had met Lori yet. What do you know about the nature of the text between Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow? What were those texts about? I learned that they had corresponded at least as early as October of 2018 and that he had written a list of um, her family members that she had requested um, and rated them on a scale with labeling light to dark. There's a scale that he used. He showed me his laptop with uh, several times with lists of people that he had gathered. Um, So I saw those with my own eyes. That was another point of doctrine that we disagreed on. He sent me a list of what he thought were my probations and he labeled my family members. Um, What's a probation? It's basically a life, a life on earth, or you can have a premortal probation to a spirit life, but it's it's basically a life on earth. I never Um, heard of Christ mentioning any of that. Well, there's some lost records there. Christ actually did teach it. It's a true gospel doctrine, but uh, Chad's viewpoint is distorted. I knew for at least a year and a half to two years before I had a falling out with him that he was being talked to by deceiving uh, spirits, that he wasn't correct on some of it. And quite honestly, what I saw was some 
spiritual ego and pride and some lust energy that bothered me. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. When Chad Daybell would talk about Tammy Daybell dying, what was his mm-hmm. demeanor? Um, initially, he actually was very upset. He was very distraught. He he cried to me a couple of different times, at least. Um, the The reason I think he told me is because I am visionary and I had never said anything to him at all. I usually keep stuff like that to myself because of agency and respect for people and boundaries. I don't if I see things like that, I don't tell people. But he did come to me and asked me if I'd seen anything. And then he described what he'd been shown and told. And I basically said, um, I don't know, like, I haven't seen that, but I, I was told that Tammy will pass away at some point. Other than her dying in a car crash, did he have any other visions about how his wife was going to die? Um, three weeks before, that's the last he told me was in, um, December of 2018. And one of the other reasons we had a falling out is I was very disturbed at something he said to me in 2018. He was frustrated and he said, I feel like the plans can't move on until the spouses are gone. Julie, could you repeat that very slowly, please? I feel like my plan can't move on until the spouses are gone. My what cannot move on? My plan, like his life plan. My plan. Uh huh. My plan until the spouses cannot are gone. move on. That was spouses, two spouses. He said spouses. And when did he say that? 
December of 2018. And then three weeks before Tammy died, I had a conversation with him, which was the first time since March of 2019 when we agreed to discontinue publishing my books. And right. I was prompted by my angels to ask him, do you still see Tammy dying? And he said, yes. But I didn't ask how. I remained silent. And then he said in a frustrated, almost angry voice, very frustrated, I feel like my plan can't move on until, until Tammy has died. I'm very curious about his visions, about how she was going to die. Mm -hmm. I'm also very curious about him crying at one point when he described Tammy Daybell, his wife, dying, and, because he sure mm -hmm. wasn't crying in that photo of him and Lori Vallow on the beach in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So he got through that grief pretty quickly. Have you spoken to... Mm -hmm. Tammy Daybell's children. The only one I've talked to is Emma Daybell. I, I was teaching a group energy class in San Diego, California on the morning that Tammy had passed away and I received a phone call, a text message to one of my security team members who is friends with the family as well. And I was notified mm -hmm. that Tammy had passed away in the middle of the night and that Chad supposedly found her body at about 6 a.m. on October 19th. I got in my car during my lunch break as soon as I could break for lunch and I called Emma. I was told not to call Chad, but to call Emma. She answered her phone and I talked to her for 40 minutes. I basically gave her a, a 40 minute energy session. She was crying, she was in shock, she was upset. And she said that she and she and her siblings had no idea that their mom was going to die. And she asked me point blank if her dad knew and if I knew. And I am an honest person. So I told her, yes, he did. What was her response when you told her her dad knew? Her response was she was sobbing. She was she was absolutely like anybody would be if they just found out their mom died, especially suddenly. She said, my dad thinks her veil was thinning. And I said, why? And she said, because uh, about a week ago, my mom was at home in the driveway and a man dressed in black with a black ski mask came in and he had a gun. And she said, it looked like a paintball gun, but he tried to shoot at her a couple of times and missed. And then he ran away. And she said her dad tried to tell the kids that he thought she had a thin veil and that she was seeing with her spirit eyes and that it was not a paintball gun, but some kind of space gun. What did Emma or any of other Tammy's children make of the fact a guy shoots at their mom and then shortly mm -hmm. after that she dies in her sleep? Well, I never got to talk to Emma again because she wouldn't answer my calls. Chad had told all of his kids, especially Emma, not to talk to me or respond to me at all. And so I've not been able to talk to Emma. And then I received a text message through a friend from Emma saying, Emma texted a friend and said, please tell Julie to quit talking about my family as if my life isn't bad enough. Did you go to the funeral? 
I was told by my angels to stay completely away for my protection. I didn't know what that meant entirely. Um, although I listened the best I can to my angels, so I stayed away. And also because I had had a falling out with Chad and I, I knew that some of his extended family did not care for me uh, and my story, I just thought that was what it was about. So I respected them so they could, you know, grieve. Is it true that you believe you have spoken to Tammy Daybell since her death? I talk to Tammy often, at least twice a week. Tammy came to visit me at my class in San Diego the afternoon that she died. And she was in good spirits. They had a big, huge family reunion for her in spirit realm. Basically like a big party. They'd been preparing for her to come. She had a great time. And I saw that for about three weeks. And then I was on another trip. Uh, three weeks later, and she came to my hotel room and told me that she was very distraught at what she had learned, that she was very upset with Chad and very concerned about her children. Her heart was heavy, and she told me to tell the truth at all costs, that I needed to do this, that that it was important that I spoke my truth no matter what people think. And that is the main reason that I went public and changed my viewpoint. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining us right now is a very special guest. It is Julie Rowe. Julie, you believe you have been contacted by Tammy Daybell. Does she have any thoughts on I know on that I death? have been. Yes. So what I was told by her was that when she went to the other side of the veil, they did not disclose to her how she had died. And um, and she did not know at that time, she did not have it confirmed to her that Chad had been having an affair or that he had told his kids, you know, whatever he told them. 
So she was able to have three weeks of uh, fun, basically, and uh, reuniting with family and friends on the other side in spirit realm before they disclosed to her exactly what had happened. And then she turned her energy to ministering to her kids on earth. I do know that he told his children and some other contacts of mine, he's claiming that Tammy came to him shortly after she died and encouraged him to marry Lori, Lori Vallow, which I know is a lie because you tell me what woman in spirit realm or on earth is going to be okay with her husband turning around within a week and being in love with somebody he's had an affair with the last year you've been alive and say, you know, I think you should go marry her. In fact, don't grieve my death at all. Go marry her right now. Go to Hawaii and have the time of your life and abandon your kids in Idaho for the holidays while they're grieving my death. It's got Satan's MO all over it. But he's told Did people that one of the children ever told you they were worried their dad would remarry? Yes. Emma Dabel told that to me when I was in the 40 minute call with her. She was crying and she initiated it. And she said, you know what I'm most worried about? And she was crying. And I said, what's that, Emma? And she said, my dad getting remarried. And I said, why are you worried about that? And she said, because he's talked to me about multiple probations and I have a problem with polygamy. You know, that is just the oddest thing to me, Julie, because when my dad passed away, the last thing on my mind was my mom remarrying. That never even entered my mind. And I'm, I'm curious as to why his daughter, Emma, would say, and this is, the day we find out Tammy has passed away, I'm worried my dad's going to remarry. Which tells me that he had had conversations with at least some of his kids, especially Emma, to quote unquote, prepare them to lay the groundwork for him to get remarried super fast. Um, and that he had distorted the doctrine and had um, used it to justify his actions. Um, because when I talked to him, the last time I talked to him about multiple probations related to anything to do with this family, he had talked to Tammy about it. He had talked to a couple of his boys about it. He had not talked to Emma about it. And so he told her whatever he told her sometime in 2019. And you're saying proba probations are past lives, correct? They're past lives, but... I know Chad this way and the way he started to disclose his thought patterns in 2018 to me, which is he had this long list of people he thought he'd been married to before that he was reconnecting with. And Lori Vallow was one of them. And when he told me that, I said, I'm not getting that, but um, I'm getting a big caution on Lori Vallow. Actually, Chad, you need to be careful. I'm getting a caution there. And he kind of smirked, uh, did this little kind of smirky laugh. We were talking over a regular phone call. And then uh, that was like October of 18. And then I said it again in December. Okay. I no, said it again in Julie, January. Julie, remember, yeah. I've never heard of any of what you're saying. 
but it sounds like a dating website, a bizarre dating website where you think you've had previous lives and you've been married to all these women and now in the current here and now, you are now reaching out to these women to connect with them. Yeah, I understand why Tammy Daybell was jealous. I guess so. It's one thing to have a past life, but it's another thing to be texting and calling women here and the here and now trying to hook up with them. Right. And that was um, the leading cause for my falling out with Chad Daybell because of conversations we had in December, me not being okay with what was going on with him and what he was doing and choices he was making. And Lori was um, a big part of that. And I, I sent him a text and basically said, you have patriarchal energy you need to clear and I'm not okay with what you're doing. He sent me a text back and said, wow, you really know how to burn bridges. You don't know me at all. But um, then he texted some other stuff that basically let me know I nailed it. I was spot on with my, um, you know, discernment of what he was up to. And all the conversations you have had with Tammy Daybell after her death, she's never once told you how she died? Um, not directly. And I'm not sure why that is what I hear more than anything. We want the energy to flush out and we want natural consequences to come about. And what the light side does is they give every opportunity for people to repent, to come clean, to speak truth, to change course, to correct their actions, to come forward on their own before they get caught or are charged with something, whether they're on this side or the other side of the veil. They have just told me they're waiting for the energy to flush out. Julie, do you believe Tammy Daybell's children have been brainwashed? Yes, I know, I know it. And I think Why they're very confused, that? they're heartbroken. Because I know those kids and I can discern it and I can feel their energy. They feel like I've betrayed them and all this news media and everything going on, they don't know who to trust. And so it's easier to distrust me and the media and the law enforcement than to distrust your dad. It's horrific. This is very, makes me very angry. complicated. Well, it's got Satan's MO all over it, and he's a complex strategist, and there's a higher. Uh, well, I agree with you on that because that many dead bodies connected to one to two people, it defies logic. stories with Nancy Grace. Joining us right now is a very special guest. It is Julie Rowe. Julie is a former friend of cult leader Chad Daybell. She is a current friend of his deceased wife, Tammy Daybell, the author and founder of the Greater Tomorrow Relief Fund. And that relief fund helps create safe houses 
for human trafficking victims. What is your message to Tammy's children? If you could speak to them now. First and foremost, I would tell them that I love them with all of my heart and that I'm so sorry for what's happened and for their pain. And I'm sorry, I know that they feel like I've betrayed them, but I'm doing this for the best interest of all parties involved. And I have to speak the truth as I know it, that it is to date one of the hardest things I have ever experienced in my life. And that I feel extremely betrayed by Chad. So I can only imagine how they must feel the confusion as you try to sort out all the emotion with the guy that I I knew because I I know I knew Chad to you know quite well for at least three years. I've got a question for you, Julie. And the time that you knew Chad Daybell, did he ever hit on you? Yes. What happened? And my husband knows it. My husband's aware of everything. In fact, three years ago, my husband's the one that said, are you, are you sure you can trust Chad? And I was like, yes, 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 I can trust Chad. And my husband picked up on the energy way before I did. Did Chad Daybell think you were one of his past wives too? Yes. So this is his line. Every attractive yes. woman, he tells them he knew them in a previous life and they were married. So basically, why not just have sex right now? Because you've already been married in another life. I mean, it's to me, I'm not a member of the LDS. I'm not familiar with a lot of what you're saying, but I'm seeing a pattern. You worked closely with him. Yes. You're attractive. And bam, suddenly he remembers, hey, I was married to you in another life. Yes. Then there's Lori Vallow. Then there's the other lady you told me about that he was texting and her husband found out. Right. That's three right there. And he also told me that he thought he was married to Melanie Gibb. And you were the first person I've said that to other than the people in three people in my closest circle and my husband, of course. You have just given me chill bumps all down my arms because talking to you and looking at you, I just knew it. I just knew Daybell hit on you. And now you're telling me that about Melanie. How did you find out she also was married to Chad Daybell in another life? I only heard it from Chad. I don't know what it is about Chad Daybell. Apparently, a lot of women fall for this. They actually believe He had it. all kinds of women coming after him. All kinds of women. Because he's misusing his spiritual gifts, which is what Satan does. People that follow Satan, the occult have spiritual gifts you know too, what? right? He sucks them in with his gifts and he uses it as a control and manipulation tactic. I can learn from you what may have been his MO. So he 
says you were one of his, you were a wife in a past life. What did he yes. want from that? Did he want to rekindle a sex I relationship? I don't know because he, he didn't, he never said, and I didn't ask and I didn't want to know. What did he say? How do you tell somebody, how do you break it to him? You were married in a past life. I don't remember. He had, he had been testing, like asking questions. And he had this necklace that he said he found. One time he told me he found it on a church bench. Then he found it in the library at church. And then one time he said it was an old necklace of Tammy's that he found. He gave me three different stories on the necklace, but he would use it like a pendulum. And it was an owl necklace, which I also know is an occult symbol. So I don't, and I always told him, I don't like that necklace. And you can get false answers by Wait, using pendulums. But he would and swing it back and forth? Yeah. And he he would he would neutralize it. And then he'd swing it to try to get a yes or no. And I would tell him all the time. I would sit there and use my gifts when we would, when we would discuss, you know, things like, um, am I seeing correctly um, X, Y, and Z, right? And I would never tell him what I was actually seeing in my head, but he would always ask it with me there. He'd try to get me to say it and then he'd use his necklace and then he would get an answer. And sometimes I'd go, I guess it worked. But most of the time I'd say, I don't like your necklace. Julie, you have to promise me something. When Tammy Daybell finally yes. tells you how she died, you have to call me. I need to know. I will. I will. And I am clairvoyant and I don't want to be wrapped up in the legal issue, but I don't know how I won't be. But I, I would testify in court if Tammy told me, right? If anybody knows me, they know I speak truth at all costs. I will do everything I can to see justice. I am absolutely sick to my stomach at what's gone on. I am concerned. Thank you for being with us and we wait as justice unfolds. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.